0: Good Risings! I'm Marie Burns Holzer and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. We're going to be doing something a little different this Monday by diving right into this week's series on the religious origins of some of our favorite and most memorable Halloween monsters. Many of our most visceral fears have been made incarnate through religious and spiritual origins. By exploring them, We can begin to touch what shadow work is really all about, learning to acknowledge and even love the most rejected and even hated parts of ourselves. Ghosts are a really good example of this. We have documentation of the belief of ghosts all the way back to Mesopotamian civilizations like Sumer, Assyria, and Babylon. These religions are some of the oldest sources we have for the belief that lasts through to this day, that when a person dies, a ghost can be created from the dead person's spirit. They believed that the ghost could participate in an afterlife that was not unlike ours, with assigned roles and responsibilities. Their living relatives were expected to put out offerings of food and drink to care for their ancestors. And if they did not, well, The ghosts could punish the living with misfortune and illness. The ancient Egyptians were also big believers in ghosts. For two and a half millennia, their beliefs around ghosts and spirits evolved and changed to include a dazzling array of beliefs. The Greeks took a nod from the Egyptians with a strong belief in ghosts, but the Greeks tended to call them shades. These kinds of spirits would sometimes communicate with the living, but they weren't necessarily feared. According to Homer's The Odyssey and The Iliad, shades could appear as smoke or vapor, though they could also appear more solidly, materializing with even the wounds that killed them. The original Chinese religion before Buddhism, Taoism, or Confucianism swept across the nation started with ancestor worship. Unlike in other cultures in which the soul is singular and eternal, the Chinese believed that the soul had three versions upon death. One is eternal, which goes to judgment. The Po remains in the body in the grave, and the Hun belongs to the ancestral tablet. Neither the Po or the Hun are immortal, So it is up to the descendants of that person to nurture them with offerings of food and drink. The ghosts of the ancestors are always spoken of with reverence, and it was believed that if dishonored, they could go so far as to kill the living to exact their revenge. Human beliefs around the spirit world, ghosts and mediums being used to contact the spirits, are pretty much as old as humanity itself. Throughout our history, these beliefs have informed how we think not only of this life and the choices that we make in the present, but how we think of the future. I think what is most fascinating is the fact that some part of our psychology longs to understand what happens not only to us after our last breath is taken, but how we can remain connected with each other. Ghosts, shades, and spirits are examples not only of our fears around our mortality, but that even in death, we long to be connected to other people, to be able to influence and protect the ones we love for as long as we are able. And for that reason, I will always love a good ghost story. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns-Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio